Do you like horror? Sci-fi? Superheroes? Comics and adventure. SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. His name is Curtis Durrock There's not much that he won't mock But he'll talk to his friends about sex and rear ends Yeah, it's wrestling with myself Some know him as Scotty O'Shea And he's really into ass play Steve Brown tags along and Mello wrote the song It's wrestling with myself Wrestling with myself Sometimes he does it by himself Discussing wrestling in movies Drugs, hookers, and boobies It's wrestling with myself Whoa-ho Wrestling with myself Whoa-ho Wrestling with myself On a Friday night He's got his flashlight It's wrestling with myself Whoa-ho Wrestling with myself Whoa-ho Wrestling with myself Discussing wrestling in movies Drugs, hookers, and boobies Myself. Whoa, whoa, wrestling with myself. Whoa, whoa, wrestling with myself. Discussing wrestling in movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies. Wrestling with myself. What's going on, fuckos? Happy Halloween. It is officially October 1st, year of our Lord, 2021, if you're listening to this on release date. And last year, me and fellow Sunset Crypt Keepers, Jeff Smith and Steve Brown, ran down 31 of our favorite horror movies to set you up for the October month, leading right into Halloween. Well, this this year we're going to switch it up a little bit. We went through some of your favorites, The Nightmare on Elm Street, the Friday the 13th, the Saw franchise, Alien, Exorcist, The Shining, all the ones you've heard before, seen before, we all love it. But this year, we're switching it up. We're going to talk about some of our favorite guilty pleasures, among a plethora more of horror stuff, of course. Because subbing in this year, the Crypt Keepers aren't with me. I'm here with possibly the biggest horror fan out of us all. Bigger than Steve, bigger than me, bigger than Jeff, possibly. Possibly the biggest guy, uh, the biggest fan I know, and and new NSW World Heavyweight Champion Stratosphere. Hey, damn! For the, sure, real? Yeah. Like bigger than Jeff? I don't know. Well, that was the only one. Like, I, I like. I'm thinking about it. You have you're wearing wrestling gear, horror themed, right? Friday the 13th song, which I can't get away from. I, I, what do I do? A Halloween song? <laughs> but, like, you got tattoos. Like, you really live it. Like, if, if somebody was to pass you on the street, they just know you like horror. You, you're you emitting that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? We're, us three don't have that. And you are also obsessed with the Friday the 13th video game. I play it almost every day. And that game is, like, five years old now. 
on Switch, so I'm like a little behind, but I'm making up for lot time. <laughs> I'm excited though because you were on the pod. I was thinking this before. You and Jesse V came over after an NSW show right before the pandemic, I believe. Yes, we did totally. It was like January. I think it was my first show back that year. It was like uh-huh. beginning or mid-January. And then a couple months after that, shit was closed up until basically this point. We're just getting back to normal now. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't think we really uh, dived into your horror fandom like... I wanted to just because we it wasn't really the time or the place you know we had other guests but today is that perfect time. Sure. This is like been like a dream. I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you always have stuff going on with horror and all that, and on your other podcast you talk about stuff like that. So I'm always like, oh, I just want to be on that with you guys. So well, I'm excited you're on this one too because. <laughs> Listen, I'm no Howard Stern. I don't get the most downloads out of all these podcasts. I, I just continue to pump them out for an audience that I try to find. But last year, we did the 31 horror movies that we kind of all enjoyed and put over. Because a lot of people aren't horror fans, except for the month of October. Like a lot, a lot of casuals. So they're always looking for recommendations. And I got a ton of good feedback from that podcast. Like... A lot more than I was anticipating, because I think people all get into the spirit around this time of year and want to seek out something, and we gave a lot of recommendations people liked. So that's why I wanted to continue, but with kind of a fresh new voice who could possibly bring something new. Because I knew Jeff, if we had Jeff on the podcast, and he's probably listening right now, like, fucking curling his fingers like Mr. Burns, his guilty pleasures, he doesn't even enjoy. He just knows nobody enjoys them. So he's going to choose them because he's just one of those guys. Whereas I have a feeling you're going to actually have some picks that are interesting and not just. Uh, pressure's on because I got a list. <laughs> well, Jeff's just a hot take guy. If nobody likes it, he likes it. So he says, okay, we've seen through oh, it. Okay. But regardless, let's start where at the front. Let's get, let's get into it a little bit before we really get into it. Do you remember your first horror memory, like what hooked you? Oh man, so I was so like privileged, I should say. I grew up with older brothers, I am the youngest. And my mom is a horror fan. Like, oh wow. That's far back, and she could like, she, you know, her childhood movies would be like watching the old Dracula, the Lugosi style stuff. Sure. But, in her adulthood, you know, she absolutely loved, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She went to see that in the theaters when she was pregnant with, like, one of my brothers. Oh. Like, you can't be here. You really shouldn't. She's like, why? Like, I love this stuff. I'm like, don't worry about it. So, those stuff like that. So, for my first memory, I'd say, I, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street. I must have been two. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, like, I remember it, and uh, <laughs> apparently I said, if you remember those Mako commercials, like, oh, we'll better get Mako. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so uh, apparently uh, I, was on, I was, like, a comedian that night. Someone <laughs> died, and I just said, like, oh, we'll better get Mako during, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> My mom talks about all of that. That's good timing right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they talk about it, so that's definitely one of the earliest. But I do remember watching a lot of stuff. Really young, like really young, like 
do you do that now to your children? But I just was in a good place. My, my mom was always like, hey, if you're scared, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry about it. It's not real. This is a movie. And I just had that my whole life where I could watch the craziest shit you could think about. <laughs> my, uh, like, growing up, I was very similar. I never remember my parents, like, I knew, I remember growing up and going to, like, being in grade 8 and kids saying, my parents don't let me watch The Simpsons. And I was just like, I'm allowed to watch whatever I want. Like, we had a huge VHS collection. I was allowed to watch whatever. The only caveat was, if there's swearing in it and you get caught swearing, you're done. Wow. Like, that was it. Nothing. Nothing like that. Like... We just knew swearing was bad. If you did, you just get like a yelling at. <laughs> we didn't, I never really got grounded. I, maybe that's like maybe shut up or something. But I was always like, "Oh, what are you doing? Shut up!" You turned out all right, though. <laughs> yeah, right. See, I like to say like uh, I turned out right. I'm not a serial killer or anything or a piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, I same it was back to what you're saying. I also grew up with the black box. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh wow, that is privileged. Yeah, like. And it was just free range. I watched Natural Born Killers like over and over again as a kid, like daytime, just watching it like, <laughs> like a Sunday afternoon. And like my mom would just be like, oh yeah, no problem, whatever. And you know, in that movie, it's amazing. There's like a, where she gets the guy to cook him a Coca-Cola steak. Oh yeah, of course. Classic. I, yeah, I, I would, I, I was like, mom, can I have a Coca-Cola steak? And she would cook it <laughs> like, because of that movie. You know what I mean? I don't want to try one now. It's I'm probably good. It's just, it just yeah, probably caramelizes. Caramelizes, exactly. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever as a kid, but Do you, that's what I'm saying. That's just the level I was at as a child. Like, yeah. So since, <laughs> wow, what else? since you were exposed to it so young, did any of it affect you? Like, do you have a, a memory or a movie that literally scared you that stayed with you? I still think to this day and still kind of gives me chills and it's funny because I'm not even a religious person is The Exorcist oh yeah watching that as a child really scared me mm-hmm. I couldn't take it I couldn't take demon voices um, especially when she's like rising from the bed with her eyes all white oh yeah I couldn't handle it as a kid like and of course I love to watch it but <laughs> it was like a roller coaster to watch the whole thing I was terrified and I even went through later on in my life. It was just like, ooh, the movie still gives me chills. See, that's interesting that you said that. That, like, confirms my theory with horror fans. A lot of us have the same origin story. And, yeah. like, the, the few people I've talked to, it all checks out. Like, I was terrified. I remember watching Child's Play 3 when I was younger. <laughs> and being terrified of it. Like, I hated it. But I couldn't stop watching it. And it would just mm. scare the fuck out of me. And Jeff had that with Halloween. He was, like, traumatized by it, but uh, couldn't stop watching it. And then it just grows into this, like, borderline obsession. Yeah, like, I would, you know, put it on. Like, whatever, just to challenge myself. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. And then do you remember, like, real life, like, what was the turn for you, if there even is one? This is kind of a difficult question. When you're just like, I can't get enough of whatever this is without realizing like the genre. 
because I realized I was I was a big pussy all growing up because of horror movies. I was scared of my basement. I was scared of the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I realized there were times, the first few times my parents let me stay home alone, I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13, whatever age that is. I would be terrified. And we lived in like the best neighborhood ever. Like nothing ever happens. No reason to be terrified. But when my anxiety went through the roof, I'd either watch one of my wrestling tapes or a horror movie. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it would just calm me down. And that's when I started putting together. Oh, that's cool. Like, I don't know why this is working in my DNA to, like, calm me down. I don't know if I was so scared of the movie. I didn't have the energy to be scared of outside forces. But that's kind of when I realized, like, oh, I love whatever this stuff is. And then it turned into, like, I need all of it. Huh. Well, for me, I, I mean, I've always loved it. Like, I think it's when I started collecting. VHSs of like horror movies I was like proud of my like you know like VHS covers Uh, you can never the best the best I even have this book it's like a coffee table book of like all these like sci-fi horror movies from like the beginning to like pretty much the end of all the cover art that's so cool and like it's it just throws me back because that was like my favorite thing to do was go to garage sales and find horror movies for like a couple of bucks or whatever. Even when the transition happened from like VHS to DVD, I would go to like Sam the Record Man and scoop up VHSs of like horror movies that were like literally like oh, five bucks for Friday 13th, like each one. And you just thought like, okay, well, I can buy these all right now for like yeah. 20 bucks or even more. You know what I mean? Like, this is amazing. And like horror movies are renowned as being like the greatest cover art yeah like everybody knows it and half the time it's because a lot of the cover art is uh misleading oh yeah but that's kind of the charm of it (laughs) oh yeah like renting Uh, we had a we had a local video store and it was the best uh that's another thing it was funny Uh, i was able to rent horror movies as a kid like go into my local video store pick out what i wanted and like they would be okay with it. It was later on in life when, uh, like, oh, we're going to Blockbuster. I'm like, eh, hey, never been. Like, yeah, we'll rent some cool, scary movies. And I'm like, Friday Thirteenth Plus Four. Let's grab this. It's a classic. <laughs> and bring it to the counter. And they're like, oh, uh, you're not old enough to rent this. I'm oh. like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I rent movies all the time. <laughs> Did your parents like leave a note? Is that how you got away with it? Or did the guys just like, no, know the, you? The local, yeah, I guess they knew us. Like, they knew our family. Cause, you know, a local video store. Yeah. I mean, we never, I never had Jumbo or Blockbuster memberships. They just, Video Addicts, that was our joint. And oh, the best horror section was just like, you walk in there, like a kid in a candy store. And you're right, it was because, like, these box covers. Like, there was one where, like, you just, like, it was, like, when it lit up, if you pressed, like, a button, with the eyes lit up, and it had, like, a 3D, uh, like, res effect on it. Oh, that's cool. I can't the movie is, but uh, it was just, like, I'm, like, I need to rent it. (laughs) I always say, like, Chopping Mall to this day stands out. Yeah. Because, like, the DVD, or the VHS cover sets you up for one thing, and then you watch the movie, and what it's presenting (laughs) never shows up. Like, it's still a good movie, but... You're just like, what the hell? That was such a ride. But that was, like, the thrill of it all. Plus, I remember being a young kid walking down. Like, I'm so nostalgic. I'm sure you are, too, for video rental stores. 
but I remember even at that time when I was terrified of anything horror, but the obsession was there, not even liking to walk down the aisle. Really? Because it was oh, so man. scary. But I had to for whatever reason. It was like this OCD thing. It was you needed it. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's very like, strange. It's a roller coaster. You want to go on that ride, you know? You know it's scary, but Now correct me if I'm wrong. You do have some horror tattoos, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have on my left arm I have a portrait of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And it's got like a pumpkin underneath it, like a jackline over there. And that's so rad. I have, yeah, that's, that's my favorite. I know it's a cliche thing. But the Halloween's favorite. No, that one is that one's my favorite because of my uh, my mom. We try to watch that like almost every Halloween. That's awesome. Because that's just our like movie together. We went to go see H. Tarot in the theaters just because I was like, oh, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> Even the, the what is it, 2018 release or whatever yeah. the one that came up. H4O. Recently, she looked at me and she was like, we got to go. I'm like, yep. That's awesome. We got to go see it. So that means a lot to me, that movie, for many reasons. Not because it's a badass film, but it's close to my heart. And Friday I have kind of like the, uh, it's like the part four cover mm-hmm. of Friday, but it's all like old school. So I have this mask. But going through a heart instead. Oh, that's dagger. cool. So it's on the inside of the arm, the same one. Anything more? I mean, I'm looking at my body right now. <laughs> I have like a, on my, above my knee here, on my thigh, I got like this zombie head that has no bottom jaw. That's just made up. It's not really based off of anything. Um, but definitely inspired by... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. so would you say? <laughs> would you say uh, like I'm a child's play guy? That's my bread and butter. Always has been. There's a lot yeah. of bad. There's a lot of good. But I love it. Would you say like oh. Halloween is your franchise? That's the funny part. It's like I think Friday is more my bread and butter. Oh really? Eh. I know it sounds weird because I, I I dress like Michael Myers for Halloween. I the tattoo, the whole thing. But I find when you put the two of them together, like side by side, I find that I enjoy the Fridays more. Sure. Well, like even I love Child's Play, but I I genuinely love them all. It's just yeah. like Child's Play left that uh, first mark on me, so I feel like I I like owe it. But <laughs> I, I love it you all. Even like what was it the uh, cult cult of Chucky? Oh, I dude, I've loved it all. Cult was the last one and I fucking loved it because they finally experimented with multiple Chuckies which they've been teasing us with <laughs> since like the early 80s or late 80s sorry I'm just like yes about fucking time did they do it great yeah maybe not but oh whatever I mean <laughs> like come on <laughs> Jason X <laughs> there you go Oh, it, uh, no lie okay I think we just uh, we were like uh, tweeting back and forth about this once it was I'm pretty sure it was online but I always say, I love Friday the 13th, but I think most of the movies are trash. I personally think, and this is going to come up later on, that The Burning is a better Friday the 13th movie than most of the Friday 13th. Ah. And I the think... Burning's so good. I agree. It is. It really is. But is it good because it's like a one-off? It, well, and that's the thing. But that's right. kind of why I like Jason X, because at some point you have to stop fucking around and switch up the formula and that time they did it 
you know, it was campy already, and they just, like, steered into it. And I genuinely would put it, like, it's in my, probably my top three Friday the 13th. Really? Like, I love them, yeah. Wow. Same with, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. I love them all for individual reasons, but they do oh, man, start to... They do start to... I have this issue with a lot of sequels anyways. This isn't just horror or anything. Once there's so many sequels, they all start to blend together for me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you're up to, like, part eight or whatever. exactly, exactly. So sometimes it's just the one that stands out the most that, like, I can recall the most and I actually end up enjoying the most. Fair enough. But let's get into it. (laughs) I'll start it, since I basically just hit it. The Burning. I believe it's from 1981. If you like Friday the 13th, it's very similar, but a little different. I think it actually... I wish my hot take of The Burning being a better Friday the 13th movie would hold up a little more, but I think the original Friday the 13th came before it. So it, Yeah, that's what, 1980? Yeah, it's definitely heavily influenced by it. But like you said, I've never actually thought about it. Uh, since it is kind of a standalone movie, it does change things. You know, if like Friday the 13th was a standalone movie, would it be as big of a success? Would it not be? It's hard to tell. But the burning definitely gets lost. It's a cool villain. Uh, he uses like garden shears the majority of the movie. I fucking love it. It's the whole summer camp. Very 1980s. Uh, George Costanza's in it. Like there's so much in it I enjoy and genuinely love the the climax is great and it doesn't get brought up a lot i see it more so now but that's also because i'm always on like horror forums on reddit and whatnot but for years i never even heard of it yeah and i finally sat down to watch and i was like this movie is fucking fantastic but it definitely clearly it, it definitely gets lost in the friday the 13th like fandom because it's so similar yeah it's uh, summer camp yeah. You don't see the killer until later on. Exact same formula. <laughs> it's just... so, yeah, like, describing it even like that, it's almost embarrassing how similar it is. <laughs> but there is enough. Like, I really like some of the kills. And well, the creative shit, right? And look who was behind the kills was... Yes. I believe it's Tom Savini, right? Yes. Yeah, so... Basically watching these movies for Tom Savini. <laughs> oh, yeah. To this day, when... If I see his name in the credits, I'll always give it a watch. And I love how, like, yeah. I don't know if he is so much anymore, but, like, three or four years ago, maybe a little longer, he just got incredibly jacked. Yeah. Which made me like him even more. Yeah, like, I was just like, this guy's a grandfather. <laughs> what's your, uh, that's a good one. What's well, your first okay. guilty pleasure? So, guilty pleasure, and this is funny because I knew when you and I were going to talk about this, I'm going a little off, but I want to, I'll go back on track, is Ernest Scared Stupid. No! It was on my list! Yes. It's funny because the burning was on my list, too. I'm not going to lie. Well, to be honest, I think it was about a year ago when we did the Super Kick tapings. Yeah. You clued me in to that... You just had that t-shirt, that Ernest Scared Stupid... Was it a t-shirt? It was something. Yeah, it's... um. A mashup. It's like part eight. I'm sorry, part seven, Friday thirteenth. That was it. And Ernest. So it's like Ernest meets. Uh, it's like Ernest goes to Crystal Lake. Yes, that's it. It's one of the greatest things that I wish happened. <laughs> like the the eighties version of what 
when Abbott and Costello met like Dracula. For where, real, where, that's where, a great way of putting it. It would, it would have been amazing. <laughs> I, uh, it probably would be the best Friday of all time and Ernest of all time. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, I love that shirt. That's so <laughs> funny you said that too, because that's like you don't run into many people that even know Ernest anymore. So when I saw you wearing that, I was like, "Get the fuck out!" And I already knew it. The last year I was Ernest for Halloween. I hadn't told anyone. I think I I spoiled it to you because I was like, most people don't even get it anymore. They, they just think he's the voice of Slinky Dog. And it's just like, no. <laughs> Are you kidding? He's like such a. Like Ernest, the character, he had that before film, right? Oh, like, he was doing that thing forever. And <laughs> but, like, to your credit, it's an Ernest movie. It's comedy based. But I remember watching it as a kid, and there were tons of scenes in that where I was genuinely creeped out. Absolutely, so that's where I was going to go with that. Like there, like that troll was terrifying. Oh, and the rest of them were too. But the scenes when you turn children into a little wood statue. Yep. It's pretty creepy. Absolutely. The, oh, the one scene where the girl turns her, or the girl the turn you in bed, and he's just laying there, and he's like, Ugh. it's so bad. Yeah. And as a kid, I just was like so jealous of when they go to the grocery store and they're with their bikes and they're buying the super soakers and the milk yeah, and stuff. So being that too. Oh, I was just like, I want that to be my life more than anything. If it has to be because we're fighting a troll, so be it. But super soaker, like fifties, and it has to this day one of my favorite lines of all time in any piece of cinema. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Like it's just the great. If I can get like, if I could get one quote engraved on my tombstone, that might be it. I'm pretty sure I've heard you say that in a match. Oh, I, I love it, dude. I love it. And I always, like, forget <laughs> about it. And then Halloween comes around, and yet again, nobody watches Ernest Scared Stupid anymore. It doesn't oh, show so up doesn't on matter. TV. You, know, you don't get a huge pop. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, what? That's a great one. Uh, and now I'll caveat Ernest Scared Stupid with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I say that because the Killer Clown costumes were later used in Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, I didn't remember this. I yeah. saw, I read about this like probably a couple of years ago too. Yeah, it's I never realized it because uh, I don't know. I just didn't put two and two together. But the scene when all the trolls and stuff are yeah. fighting the kids, there's like it looks like they just spray painted some of the killer clown costumes with like brown spray paint. Like, there's not a lot of effort brought into it to change it, but it, it, they fit really well. And I don't even love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I think it actually drags on at points. Like, it's outrageous and fun, but there are points where I'm just like, I feel like there's a little fat here that could have been cut to keep up the pacing. But it is worth a watch. A lot of people, most people that watch it love it. I do too. I just think there's a little... There's some parts here and there that could have been trimmed, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, again, I don't think I think the title of it is so ridiculous. People just kind of brush it off. When in reality, it deserves a watch. It's really fun. It's a it's like a black comedy almost or dark comedy, if anything. Dark like. for sure. Well, I'm gonna carry on to the theme, especially with ridiculous title. Um, my other 
movie on my list here is Transylvania 65,000. What? You've never heard of it? Transyl I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Transylvania. Oh my god. 65,000. Six it stars five. Jeff Goldblum, Michael Richards, who is Kramer. Okay, um, I'm Gina looking... Davis is a, like a vampire. Oh man. I'm looking at the VHS cover right now. I don't know if Great I've thing. ever even seen it before. Like, Please, find it, watch it. I'm looking at Gina Davis in a hot vampire costume, and I need uh, to yeah. see it immediately. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> she's such a babe. <laughs> Holy shit. And she's like a vampire. And it's obviously the same idea, comedy mixed with, like, some real good spooks, but, like, Michael Richards is just ridiculous. He's like a, like a bellboy at the hotel. Oh my God. And he's got this like puppet, <laughs> like a ventriloquist puppet almost or whatever. And he's just so weird about it. And he does like some like real like crude jokes about like touching penises with it. It's fantastic. Like really, I'm, I'm actually surprised, but I'm also excited that you haven't seen it because you will definitely throw us on this list. For like, it's got watch. a crazy cast. Jeff Goldblum, uh, Ed Begley Jr., who's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Jeffrey Jones, who was the principal in uh, Ferris Bueller. He's also got outed as a pedophile, I believe. But that, you know, the, the yeah. Gina Davis, <laughs> Carol Kane, who was in uh, Adam's Family. It was she was the grandma or whatever. Michael Richards, yeah. Like I haven't even heard of this. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm excited. I'm actually gonna watch that for sure. Like I'm putting on the list for October. Wow. I don't think my wife has actually seen it. If she's up for it, she'd probably think it's really ridiculous, but she'll still watch it. Fuck. It's I, amazing. I wasn't expecting to hear one that I, like, not only have never heard of, literally have never seen the cover of this. I, I, I didn't ah, know it existed at all. Ah. <laughs> all right. Perfect. I'll hit, um, okay, I'll go with one I have written down. I like it because I'm biased. I genuinely do like it. I only watched it because... Uh, like my idol was in it. It's probably mm -hmm. terrible if you don't enjoy it and get suckered in. But Zombievers. What? Zombievers? <laughs> Zombievers. It's newer because it's kind of jumping on the whole, uh, like, Sharknado type thing. Uh, but Bill Burr, my favorite comedian of all times in it. The reason I started this podcast is due to Bill Burr. And he's in it for maybe five minutes. It was made in 2014. It's ridiculous, but it's kind of the ridiculousness of, like, Piranha. Fair enough, yeah, yeah. A lot of nudity, a lot of just, like, outrageous bullshit. And uh, I watch it most years. Maybe not pay fully attention to it. Kind of a background noise movie, but I genuinely do enjoy it. It's just, it's the perfect amount of dumb, but uh, not, like, insulting. Okay. Okay. I I'm gonna keep the theme with uh, animals, and uh, I have this on DVD. Got this on. Uh, this some wicked place, and they have like, you know, just used horror movies in a basement on uh, DVD. Yeah, and I really got this is like a year where I started getting into like a lot of the Italian horror movies. Okay. Yeah, whatever you call them, Yalo. Yalo. Yeah. <laughs> I can never say it. <laughs> um, 1984, called Rats, Night of Terror. Oh. Zombie rats. 
essentially, yeah. It's a it's a post apocalyptic Earth. Um, after it's called AD, like uh, or AB after bomb, so it's 225 years after the bomb, <laughs> whatever that means. And yeah, it's just like Earth looks like shit, but watch out for these rats. That's right. And yeah, like nobody recognizable except for you know who Greta is. She was in Demon. Oh, uh, Italian movie. She's the one that does the transformation. Oh yeah. In the mirror in the movie theater. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's in it. That's but that's like you know that that classic Italian American horror movie. See, I still haven't delved too deep into it because, uh, admittedly, if there's is this dubbed or is it? Uh, like, it's weird. That's like a whole genre where it's dubbed and not. Yeah. Okay. That's like, what I was wondering. They try. Like, there's English, and you'll see it. You can read, like, the books are fine, but then, like, there will be, like, touch-ups in post for, like, people that can do it, I guess. But that was just the Italian-American, uh, like, line of horror movies, like, Lord Fluci and... Because I've tried... Those. I've tried getting into it a lot, because a lot of people... Yet again, I can't say Gallo or Yellow. Uh, yeah. He's like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, all world-renowned as, like, great shit. Yeah. But you have to pay, like, very close attention to it to, like, understand some, it sometimes. And some, I mean, some are pretty ridiculous where it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, it maybe doesn't translate right or yeah. something, but... Every time I try to watch one of them, like, I'll get sidetracked, I'll look at my phone, and it's like five minutes later, I have zero idea that what's happening. I have to, like, <laughs> literally give it the time it deserves, which is always an issue for me. You know, especially with horror sometimes. I, I just like to have it on while I'm kind of zoning out and stuff. Those um, are the best ones. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say, have you ever seen, when you said Rats, the documentary Morgan Spurlock made, I think just called Rats, maybe for Amazon Prime. Uh, it's only really? a couple years old, but it's literally just a documentary on Rats. And That's pretty creepy. It is the scariest fucking documentary I've ever <laughs> seen because... <laughs> Like, I had no idea they work like they're in the, like, Navy SEALs. How rats operate? Yes, yeah, like, if they know there's a trap in your attic and there's cheese up there, they'll send in, like, the young boy to go get the, tr- go get it, he'll get killed, then they'll eat the cheese. And then later wow. on, just through, like, their DNA or whatever... They'll send in another young boy when they see the trap set again, but that guy will go, no, I know this is a trap. I know what happened previously. Yeah. And he won't do it, so they're, like, bullying him into doing it. And they have, like, rats just operate on a much more human level than I ever understood. And they also, I think they said there's double the amount of rats as than there are people living in New York City, underneath New York City. And it's just like every five minutes they're telling you something not only you didn't know about rats, but you didn't want to hear. And they really are like the devil's fucking spawn. And it was horrifying. And the the entire documentary is not meant to be scary. I turned it off and was like more creeped out than any movie I'd ever seen. Any noise after that? It's like, you know, you, you're like, I was a bug and you have that itch. 
Oh. Because of a bug tree lab bug itch or whatever. Oof. Now you're just like freaking out because you think there's like rats. For real. And like I'm, <laughs> in your walls. I used to always think like, oh, we have a cat, so there won't be a rat. And it's just like, no, once rats, if they want to take out your cat, like they'll do it. No oh, yeah. problem. They, yeah. they have the numbers. At least we don't have New York style rats because those things are massive. I know. I know. I, I like literally it's worth seeking out because it's so unsettling. Um, I've seen a New York rat too. They're like possums. Yeah, that's what I mean. They, they look like fucking skunks here. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. They're so well fed. There's this one scene when it's just like they're outside of a pizza joint just on like a typical yeah. New York street and it's garbage night. So there's the sidewalk's just littered with garbage and it doesn't look like anything. And then they start just shaking a garbage bag and like uh, say there's like 14 garbage bags piled up in a pile, like 700 so fucking rats run out. Like where you don't even know where they were hiding, and they just keep coming and coming and coming. And these are like literally inches away from people that were walking, and you had no idea they were there. That's crazy. You know what? They're not even hiding. They're just so camouflaged. Yeah, trash, that, yeah, trash that's rats. that's a great point. Uh, keeping up with the, I, I kind of like what we're doing here. We're just trying to uh, kind of flow yeah, with the. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go with New York because I brought up rats in New oh. York. Uh, one that I only watched for the first time a couple years ago. Fucking love it. Haven't seen any of the sequels yet. But it's so outrageous. I loved it. And it shows, like, New York before it got all cool and hip and gentrified. Like, when it was dirty and you thought you were going to get mugged. Uh, Basket Case. Oh, yeah. oh, I love Basket Case. I love Basket Case. It is phenomenal. Like, I think I never watched it for so long because... I thought it was just going to be so ridiculous. Like, I, I didn't deserve the time of day. I couldn't justify giving it its watch. Oh, and because it's, uh, yeah, that low budge be. Yeah, it's like, very low budge. Really bad. It's very ridiculous. But it honestly is great. It doesn't take itself serious, but it does. Uh, At times, yeah, yeah. The stop motion <laughs> in it is great. Like, there's just so much wildness to it. And it's actually an interesting story if you kind of get past, like, the ridiculous uh Belial itself like <laughs> no no I agree and there's like a few sequels to it yeah I've never seen one I have to cause I really oh. like I became enamored with that movie after I finished watching cause it was just like yeah. shit I call myself a horror fan I've never seen this and it's just it's literally a classic uh I think it's really early 80s or late 70s oh man yeah I mean, for sure but but it's like a really neat Half the reason I like it is because the time you see in New York. Because we're just so used to seeing, like, when I think of New York, I still think of Home Alone 2 type deal, you know, like Duncan's toy chest, just this kid in the limo going around. But it wasn't like that for most of the time. Like, it was a rough t- Like, you if you watch The Warriors, show? like, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. that's another good kind of look of what it was and i kind of appreciate yeah. seeing that and this is a great one just how dirty it was and i don't know i really love it oh it's awesome yeah uh, damn i can't it's my next movie i can't really like tie it in because i'm liking this game i think i can That's maybe a- maybe for um horribly filmed <laughs> even if not by the while we talk about it we'll find a connection that'll be the game too so I'm going to go with Night of the Demon from 1980. Wow. This is a movie about a Sasquatch. Bigfoot. Yep. The man. 
and it's just like back in the woods, yada yada. A group goes into a cabin. Am I correct? Like they they study Bigfoot, so they go, but like this Bigfoot essentially is just wild. Like <laughs> just a tall dude, like looking like giant Gonzalez, essentially, just with more dirt. And there's like a scene where like just a random dude on a motorcycle is peeing because he's like, oh, I got a little creepy break. Not even in surprise of the story, just whatever. Pees, and then you see his dick, and then Bigfoot comes and rips it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's there, it's in the movie, like, straight up. I think it's like, oh, maybe it's like, I haven't seen it so long. I think it was one of explaining about, like, oh, yeah, there's stories about what Bigfoot did. So it was kind of like a recall of a guy telling a story about how this guy's got his dick ripped off by Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... But, yeah. I've never heard of it. I think I'm... 1980. 1980. See, I think I'm mixing it up with... Have you ever seen the movie... Uh, fuck, it's... Uh, the Legend of Something Creek? Boggy Creek, I think it is? Boggy Creek, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I thought it was, and I don't even think that's a horror movie. I don't really think so, too. You know what I have? This, like... Because I know it's about Bigfoot, but now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm pretty sure it's almost... I was that what it was? I haven't seen it in so long. I do remember that. We gotta watch that. I think that's just on the list, regardless. Yeah, yeah. I'm typing all anything you're saying. I'm putting on my uh, IMDb watch list. I'm getting it all done. And it's <laughs> like demon is on YouTube. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no I don't even know who made it. It's like no one's no one's copywriting that. You can find a whole like wormhole of like, especially uh, Bigfoot. Uh, slasher or monster movies. That's it's what I, weird. The seventies to the like the late or whatever, like the eighties. There was there was like a, a, a whole thing, <laughs> like Bigfoot. I'm happy you brought that up because I was just about to say like there is a literally a Bigfoot genre. Yeah, and there was ones that were like more production, sure. Yeah, ones later on. But there's like a European one that was really good. Have you ever seen the Bobcat Goldwith directed one? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's dead serious, and it's really good. There's one scene, oh my god, I can't think of it. It's only a couple years old, maybe ten years old, but he made a, yeah, a Bigfoot movie, or it never actually says Bigfoot, but it's all, like, it's obvious yeah, right. what it is. And uh, there's this one scene in it, and uh, this couple's in the tent. I can't remember if they're hunting Bigfoot or whatever happens. Yeti or something? I don't know. But they're... They're just spending the night in the tent and they wake up kind of like Blair Witch style, but it's like this 12 minute uncut scene of them acting and it's so fucking good. Oh, uh, I think we're thinking, I think we're talking about the same song too. Willow Creek? Like, is that the one? I didn't really direct that one. Yeah, because Bobcat. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's total like handheld. Yes. Creepy camera. It's, yeah, it's so great. I can never remember. Yeah, maybe it's not Bigfoot. But it's kind of part of that genre of just that, like, swamp thing, whatever it may be. And I just remember watching it out of nowhere. I heard Bobcat on, like, Mark Maron. He 
just kind of like threw that in there that he made like a Bigfoot movie and I was like what and I watched it thinking it was gonna be like Bobcat being like no way it's Bigfoot and it was just <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> there was another one it was the European one uh, damn I wish I could remember these things and be more prepared for this but it, it, the ending was the same idea like I think they were looking for um, like a snowman the bottom snowman Oh, that's cool. And they cool. do this sick shot where you, you see it coming down like a hill or something, and it's like, goes into their their tent, but they're like setting up tent, like, you know, this is still this is snow or whatever. And it was so good. I wish I could remember. I'll, I'll look it up. It now because, yeah. Oh, man. Also, I just want to throw this in here right now. I don't know if you've uh, smartened up to this. I only have recently. Um, Tubi, T-U-B-I. The, like, streaming, movie streaming app. Totally fucking free. And has a ton. I mean, like, a ton of fun horror movies. Like, like actual stuff? Yeah, it has some, like, good stuff. And then a lot of, like, under the radar, just... Great. Not great. But there is, like, it's literally got the biggest horror selection out of Amazon Prime, Shudder, Netflix. Like, Netflix is terrible. I just I just downloaded it maybe two months ago and I'm like every night we just put something on usually to go to bed and I'll put something like weird on and it's just fun some of it's really bad of course but it's definitely the most diverse horror catalog and I can't believe it's totally free every like 35 minutes you have to deal with like no lie a 15 second ad it's it's the best it's like a commercial but hey well and they gotta pay their bills somehow, and I'm fucking for it. It's it's really okay. great. I'll look that. I'll bug you later to be. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to make a connection for this one either. Uh, this one, I don't know if it's like guilty pleasure. A lot of people know it's got a huge cast that a lot of people know. I don't. I just feel like it doesn't get brought up. I always watch it around the Halloween season, just because it's. I don't even know if it would be a horror movie per se. But whatever, I'll get down to it. Is Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, I just love I everything about that movie. Yeah. yeah, it just. I remember going to see it with my dad, and like it was just a great day with him. It was a fall day. I remember uh, what's his face. Uh, why can't I think? Who's the headless horseman in it? Why can't I think of his name? Um, well, the guy who talks like this. Uh, I, uh, I mean, Johnny Depp, which is all I remember. Oh my god. <laughs> Regardless, it'll come to me. He's in every movie imaginable. He's legitimately terrifying in that because his like teeth are spiky and whatnot. Uh, I can't believe I can't think of his fucking name right now. Um, but yeah, I love that movie. Even um, I remember. I don't have cable anymore, but when I lived at home, we had cable. I'd look up like YTV does uh, thirty-one days of Halloween movies and stuff, and this wouldn't play on yes. it. Uh, like it just got lost for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's very good, huh. but I love it. Uh, Christopher Walken. Thank fucking god. I couldn't. Man, figure it out. Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, I just love that movie. It's not even so much I love the movie. I just love the setting of it. Same with the Adams Family. Adams Family is definitely not a horror movie, but the setting of it just gets me in the mood for Halloween. Same with like The Craft. All that bullshit. It doesn't necessarily. But that's the beauty of like the season, right? Yes. It's not all about. A crazy horror movie, you know, it's just uh, the vibe she was like, and family. That's it, yeah.
and that's another yeah that's another great one and adam's family too the animated one comes out uh the day you're listening to this october 1st and i loved the first animated one so i have to watch it first (laughs) it's fun it like yet again it's it's a little different from live action of course but yeah it's a good time i i'm all for i'm a big adam's family fan so if they want to keep remaking it same with the Monsters, with Rob Zombie remaking the Monsters right now and filming feel? it. How do you feel about that? I'm, like, I don't hate on Rob Zombie as much as a lot of people do. I, I don't love his movies. They're just there. They're rewatchable for me. But uh, I'm, when he announced he's remaking the Monsters into a, a feature or whatever, I was like, this is great because I used to watch them before school every day. I kind of forgot they existed, just out of sight, out of mind. And it was a nice refresher of being like, oh, yeah, there's this possibility of it being good. I'm following him on Instagram right now. He's in, like, Lithuania making uh, Mockingbird Lane right now, and he's posting pictures. So I'm pretty stoked for it. But yet again, uh, not I manage my expectations with Rob Zombie because it's never great. I never think it's terrible. It's just always in the middle for me. He just has his uh, cliche things he has to put into it, regardless if it fits or not. Oh, yeah. His wife will be the feature. The wife or a rape scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, that's Halloween. Like, yeah, that's how he escaped, right? Because <laughs> guards were raping him. Let's sidetrack <laughs> there for, for a minute, because I'm happy you brought this up. I think I already know, but did you just hate how he butchered the remakes of Halloween? Yeah. Like... Obviously, I went to see them yep. in theaters and all that stuff. It was hyped. But it's one of those longevity things. It's like, you're excited, or you see it's Michael Myers doing his thing, and then you sit back and you're like, ooh, boy. <laughs> like, especially the second one. Like, even then, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, it's was, it was pretty pretty wild. Though. Halloween, the first Halloween day. And when you sat back after, you're just like, it was the horse with his mom. I'm happy you said that. Yeah, I never understood yeah. that. You know what I, I truly, I think about it more, is what I really don't like, is that he made Michael Myers uh, a victim. Mm-hmm. Like, him growing up in the original movie, or him as a child, whatever, when he does what he does in the original, is creepy because his family is not a horrible family. Yeah. Like, he's just a horrible human. Come up. Yeah, he's just evil. Like... Dr. Luma says, it's just period. Like, there's, how do you explain it, right? Yeah. So when you explain it to us, that you throw sympathy at him, like, oh, that's that dad or dad, I don't even know, horrible person. Sister was a piece of shit. Mom, you know, she's one of those nice, but she's pretty rough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then everyone else, everyone else, he's bullied in school. Like, you never had sympathy for when, like, he took out that kid with a stick. Like, you're like, yeah, what a piece of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know. I hate that about, especially when they like a new take on a classic of horror. Now, like, even the Friday 13th remake. Oh, God, you, uh, you beat me to it. I was just going to say. See, <laughs> see I kind of like how they gave you that moment of doubt that he was innocent. Yeah, I just, it's the whole Okay, okay. You remember how he gets the mask off to Shelly? Who's yep. like the lovable dude, love comedian guy. And you're like, man, you don't show it. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> but how he gets his mask in this movie is off the hillbilly weed grower that 
fuck the mannequin. Like, yeah. do I have any sympathy for you? No, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, that's what they do with, like, these characters. It's a good you point. Know, you look back at, like, it's a- Friday the 13th Part 2. Like, Jason's a shithead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... It is interesting. Put the guy in a wheelchair, man. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of interesting. I never put that so much together with uh, Michael. It's kind of embarrassing that you say it, and I've never really put it together because I don't know if just because it was Rob Zombie, I never like really. Well, like, yeah, look at his film. Or like the, the stars are the killers. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I get that. That like, definitely makes me look at it because I I always say too. Because a lot of people like to go, like, is Michael supernatural? Or, like, is he a zombie? Or is he just this man full of absolute evil? I like to yeah. keep my Michael Myers reality-based as much as I can. Yeah. So I like that he's just, like, full evil. It doesn't have to make sense. He's not a zombie, exactly. but he's just you, evil you incarnate. Don't need, you don't need half of the movie to, to, to show that. Yeah, that's you know? a really good point. I'm embarrassed I never really put it together, but I don't know. I, I'm i also very notorious for not... Uh, like, I'm the worst movie viewer because... Not with everything, but with some movies, if it's not spelt out for me, it just goes over my head. Other movies, I'll dissect it so much when it was obviously not the movie to do so, and it's just like, yo, you're ruining for for yourself. But I don't know why certain ones and I guess with that Rob Zombie original I, I just never looked at it like that but that's a great point uh, I find that like it, it's like, a, like maybe it's newer generations it's like they want to know why he's like this they want to know you know everything about why and the best I could always say is like watch the original because there's no explanation and, that and that's what made keeping it you on your feet yeah. yeah exactly yeah that is well, yeah yeah um, Go back to Michael Myers fighting Buster Rhymes, but hey, <laughs> for another time. <laughs> All right, now, are you excited? Like, did you like Halloween 2018? I did. I did. I uh, rewatched it after the hype because the people behind it, you're just like, holy, you guys are making a Halloween movie and you're going to justify all this? Like, I'm, I'm amazed. Especially yep. with. He's coming down. He's literally making a Halloween movie. As soon as I read that, I was just like, I don't know if I'm excited or fucking petrified now. Yeah. And he killed and it. I hold it dear, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I watched it like three times in theater. First time, it was like watching your child like figure skate in a competition. <laughs> I was nervous each scene. Like, I'm like, don't fuck this up. Okay, this is good. This is good. Was that triple axel? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I didn't enjoy it as much, so I had to go back and watch it. And yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I'm super excited for Halloween Kills. I'm super excited that this is like a trilogy thing. Yeah. Uh, I've been avoiding as much as all the trailers because like, I watched one. I'm like, man, I feel like you just showed me everything. Oof. And then there's another one that just came out. Like a buddy sent it to me. Do not watch like, it. No, 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 no. I don't want to watch it anymore. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> leave me alone. It's, uh, I watched it, like, just last week, I think it came out. Yeah. And yeah. I can't help myself when that shit comes out. And I watched it, and I'm not any less excited. I'm absolutely, like, pissing my pants with excitement to watch it. Right. But That's it awesome. did show a fucking ton. 
and what it showed looks fantastic, but it's just like there's no way because usually like if you watch old old trailers, it showed almost yep. nothing. Sometimes it was just the title card with the narrator, right? Like that's all it was. Whereas this, like it must have shown at least at minimum sixty percent of the kills. So it's just like yeah. Jesus Christ. But I'm very excited for it, and it's even crazier that we have a third one coming too. But yeah, like it, it's like the original Star Wars trilogy. You know, this one's going to be Empire Strikes Back. You know, it's going to end horribly. <laughs> like, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, I like. Uh, I was reading online too about how they say it's going to be the most violent and bloody. And I saw a lot of people saying that's not technically what uh, Halloween's about. That's not how Michael Myers operates and whatnot. But, again, if you're making a trilogy after there have been so many movies made, and I understand they're not all in canon now and whatnot and in an order, but I think I will give them the leeway of... You can't make the same movie constantly. You have to freshen things up to a certain amount. So if this one, he wants to be that homicidal killer that takes out everyone like literally everyone by the sounds of it i'm for yeah, it as long as it doesn't continue all the time yeah i mean i'm sure we'll get a remake like 15 years later yeah that's about how it's been working that's how it goes but oh super excited i mean i've i've always been a huge fan of part six with uh paul rudd <laughs> he he does better than he has any right to be yes and I, I was like, really? You really like that one? It's a weird concept. I'm like, yeah. This is different. And like, Myers and I went vicious. He blows that guy's head up. Yep. <laughs> like, a vicious movie. And he just looks older in like a creepy way, you know? I was. Whatever they did with that mask and like the river was uh, the shape at that moment was just, oof. I watched it. Uh, probably just about last year for the first time since I was like younger to, and like fully watched mm-hmm. it. And I remember being surprised how much I like it because the whole thorn, like yeah. premise, I clowned on for years, and then I rewatched it. And I was just like, you know what? That that actually has some legs. Yeah, it's Did really you... not as bad as I have been joking about for years. Yeah, because like yeah, I get it. And boy, you pregnant is like neat. Yeah, am I correct? Kind of messed up. But have you watched the producers kind of it? Hmm. If I have, I didn't realize I did. Well, it's like, where did you watch it? I think Shudder. Yeah, so no. You can only find a producer's cut on bootleg stuff, so like you can buy it. But someone did it on uh, like YouTube, believe it or not, and they spliced it because the footage has been like, cleaned up. Oh, okay. So, but it had, it's like 60% different from the theatrical release. Oh, really? The ending is completely different. It's got a more it dive deeper into the cult. Oh, because they filmed all the shit and they just like, no, let's just change this and this and make it more easier for viewers to understand. But I recommend just checking it out. I will. Well, that's like the shitty thing about studios. The amount of shitty movies that were made that probably weren't made to be as shitty, but whatever studio executive was in charge and just figured decided to be difficult or they didn't understand it so they assumed the entire population wouldn't and just watered it down and butchered it like have you i'm sure you have because you're a movie buff but like the nicholas cage superman movie yeah yeah um, i remember and the one studio exec 
uh, Kevin Smith was directing it or writing it, and it sounded fantastic. I'm not even a Superman fan, really. Same. I would have, yeah, I know exactly. You know, it sounds great, fun. and the studio executive is, is just like, you can do whatever you want, but you have to input a 60-foot giant spider in it. Like, it made no sense to the story, but that was just that hill he was going to die on. And so the amount of movies we've seen with that, like, it's a kind of rendition of a 60-foot spider in it that just butchered the movie. You know what I mean? Like, we'll yeah, never know, yeah. but it is interesting. Well, add to that, like, back to Friday 13th, part seven is one of my favorites, but it's one of the most heavily, whatever, um, edited for, like, the violence. Like, it's such a horrible Friday movie in that premise, but if you've watched all the deleted scenes and how the kills were, mm -hmm. it should be the best Friday film of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, you can look it up. The problem is, like, uh, these days, we could have got it as, like, a director's cut or whatnot. Yep. Or even, like, a producer's cut at this point, and um, it would have been amazing. But the footage apparently burnt in a studio with a bunch of film mail. Uh so all they have are like um, VHS recordings of it. Mm. So it's all like really grindy. But I think it would work if they still edit it. Because you can see the scenes. There, there's so many. The way, like, you know the guy in the van, he like crushes his head. Oh, yeah, of course. He pulls, he pulls him out. Yep. Like the curls down the van. The scene where he crushes his head, but how much is cut of like what he, what he does to that is incredible. <laughs> Even the sleeping bag. The sleeping bag is one hit. Apparently, it, it, it's actually like six, and it's all slow mo, and like the bag is just blood. Oh, that's pretty like, bad. And you yeah, think I, you see that on YouTube? Look it up. It, it, it changes your perspective, and you're like, "Wow, that really could have been just the greatest like Friday of all time." And it's crazy that like with our technology, maybe we. I'm sure we do have it. It's probably just not worth people's time to do it, just to bring yeah. that footage like. To at least makes it mix in well with like color correction or whatnot. I'm sure one day it will be because people well, are. Well, you crazy. know, sorry to cut you off. It's, uh, it's funny because we yeah, are back to you playing the game. When in the game, there's like a whole thing. It's like Jason is near you. Your TV, your your screen goes into that old VHS scramble. Yep. Quickly, that's like him like uh, shifting or morphing to you. And it kind of would work now if they re-edit Part Seven with the, with those scenes. Kind of like clean it up a little bit, but you don't have to because it kind of blends now with the video game and how people take the video game. It would actually work. Oh, that's so cool. To, we need to talk to Paramount right now. <laughs> Dude, that's great. That's so fucking good. Yeah, it would totally work. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, you're right. That, wow, and that's also like the scariest part of the game because you know he's fucking close. Yeah, it's like you're, you're sweating. You're sweating bullets on that for sure. Uh, are you, sorry, are you into the fan films of Friday. I just watched the newest one, and I might be my favorite one. Is that The Rising? Uh, yes, I loved it. Yeah. See, this is what's amazing right now about Friday. Because of all the garbage that's going on with the law, mm -hmm. see what about it? Is the fans have taken over, and people with money that are like making, like Never Hike Alone. Oh, Never Hike Alone. I, I watched both of them right before Jason yeah. Rising to get in the mood, and I was just like, these are incredible. This is it. Like, to me, those belong. Oh, I yeah. don't need a, like a, an official, like, you know, this is in the canon. This is canon to me. It's, because the passion into it and the, the way it's done is incredible. Well, I, is it the first one? I can't remember. The, 
never hike in the snow or never hike alone. There's a drone never shot hike, of yeah. the guy running right at the beginning. I think it's never uh, never hike in the snow. And yeah, and it's just it's like, like a prequel to it, anyways. And he's in this yellow jacket running yeah. through the snow, and the color is just so like it pops. And every time I watch it, I'm always like, this is like truly a beautiful shot. This, if yeah. I was to see this on the big screen, it would fit right in. And when people think Absolutely. like fan made films, I think they think of like the bullshit we've made. We as an <laughs> yeah. I, when like, no, this is like they are funded to make it look as good, if not better, as it used to. It's incredible. Please look it I mean, up. Yeah, these are actual filmmakers that are like super fans and are like, like, we have the technology to do it now, so let's just do it. <laughs> I'm happy you brought that up because, yeah, I'm a huge fan, and I don't think I've ever really talked about it on the podcast, and it deserves... Like, we watch it every couple years, or once yeah, every same. like year, because they're so great. I remember the premiere of uh, Never Hike Alone. It was like a Friday the 13th, maybe three, four years ago, yep. and just waiting at my computer for it to premiere, and just like... Yep. My big, I have a big problem with managing my expectations. <laughs> when I get excited for something, sometimes, uh, more often Damn. than not, the hype can't deliver because I built it up so much in my head. And I remember the first one, like, surpassing it. Yeah. The second one's really good, too. It's just shorter. But then Jason yeah. Eisen is, it just, it gets it's fucking cheap. nuts. It's good. Like, it's so wild, but it's like, I, it's like back to zombie, Rob Zombie. It's like, yeah, he made it wild, but I was like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Whereas even Jason Rise, Jason Rising, I was like, like the mom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Spoiler. I was like, this is nuts, but this is so good. It was <laughs> like, so Evil Dead too. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, just absolutely. I'm so happy that. People are taking initiative on this, and uh, I know we'll see more. Apparently, the guys behind Diaper um, Eichelau, they're continuing it. Oh, I hope so. And they're going on because, well, I like what they do the, um, what do they call it? They call it the, the ghost edit or something. Oh, yes, and yes. And you can watch. Yep. Yeah, it's basically in the order, so hike in the snow or whatever, and then that little quick music video, which is still amazing. It's great. Yeah, and they actually added scenes, too. There's oh. actual ad scenes in both. Oh, no so shit. Yeah, the Never Like Alone. There's like a uh, TV, um, like a news thing. Oh, like a newscast? Like a, like a bulletin. Yeah, a newscast. But there is like a couple other things that were added to it that they had, so they just threw it in anyway, so it kind of gives it more length. But if you watch that all, you're watching like a two hours. Well, again, just because if we've said it too fast, these movies are Never Hike Alone. Yeah. Never Hike in the Snow, and Jason Rising. Just Google it. Yeah. I think they're Vimeo links. Maybe they're YouTube now. I can't remember. They're but YouTube. They're all YouTube. Are they all YouTube? Because, yeah, they're all free. And they do sell, like, Blu-rays of it and stuff. But the thing is, it's like, they have to make it free. Yes, yeah, I agree. Fan films have to be free. Yeah, and it's, it is more than worthy of your watch. Like, And it's not just good because Jason's back. They're genuinely creepy and spooky and scary. Like, it... It's everything you want out of it. Mm -hmm. Like the guy, like the like the design of Jason, especially in the Ragnarok, is is like such a good take on a look of Jason. It's so great. So better than like Freddy versus Jason. Like, <laughs> hey, watch your tone. Well, no, it's true though. Like that Jason is a disaster. You're right. I can't handle that Jason. <laughs> 
this lazy eye. <laughs> like we get it, he's got a lazy eye, but they really stick it out. <laughs> um, do you have? I was almost. I don't want to keep you too much longer. I was going to ask you oh, if you right. had another guilty pleasure because if not I'd like to talk well do you have one I don't want to cut you off you know what I love is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation <laughs> I love it and people are like they're like oh, it's the worst I'm like how is it the worst and like Matthew McConaughey it's gotta be his best role of all time dude I have nothing nice to say about this movie. Yeah. I remember renting it because I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was like, oh my God, it's a mm -hmm. sequel. And hating every fucking second of it. Renee Zellweger's oh, really? in it. Fuck her. Oh. Yeah. I, it, you know the story behind all that? Didn't they do it before they both broke out and then they tried to bury yeah. it? Was that it? No, 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 no. Only she tried to bury it. Oh, okay. Because after she brought Jerry Maguire came out, so she was like big time. But that movie was made like 94 and came out 98. <laughs> and like, I was an interview you could find. I think it was like on Strombo and like, he asked. Like, Matthew McConaughey was like, I heard you didn't want the movie. Like, no way. I wanted that movie out so bad. Like, he <laughs> is so really good at it. He's the best. He is insane in that movie. And alone. Like, I, I just love it. Uh, that's also got one of, now that I think about it, one of my, I don't know, favorite, but most memorable VHS covers. And it was like, uh, the lipstick that was the chainsaw up against the lips, if I remember correctly. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I, always, had post, I had the posters. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's really good. Uh, I'll give it a rewatch cause we're bringing it up. I had only seen it the one time and I hated it cause Leatherface is one of my favorites as well. And you just not like him being like in drag or something I think <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it to not be as scary as the first if that makes sense but again come on that goes back to our conversation like sequels the first is just an all time classic yeah. the second one is like amazing but you knew you couldn't continue with like how amazing the first one is because but, the first one's just such a I also yeah, didn't love the second one for years though. Yeah, I mean I did too, uh, but the tone of it is completely different. Yes, yeah. But I think like I the, just I think I expected sorry. this one to be I I I, I, I it's so hard to say to get back in that mindset, but I just remember the excitement of me and when my buddy Jake Hill rented it. For whatever reason, since it was called The Next Generation, I think I truly believed they were going to take it back until how it was. And it <laughs> just, it was like, was The time of the era where things were called The Next Generation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. Really, I'm sorry. That's funny. I didn't think you, you didn't like it. you got to rewatch it. I will. I, you, know, you, have, you have to watch part three as well before. Yeah, that's true. Because kind of tie in. They're making another, I think they're making a new Texas Chainsaw now as well. Yeah, there's another one coming out. But you know what? I can't stand them now. No? Like after, the remake was fun with uh, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, yeah. yeah. That I was like good. That. I didn't care for the beginning or yeah. whatever. I was like, okay. And then it just trailed off. Like there was the direct sequel to the original, which was like, 
disaster to me. That's the one when uh, Young Leatherface hides in the dead cow? No, that's the... That's after. That's another one. Oh, see, I, I may have not even seen them all at this point then because I... I watched one of them, which would have been that yeah. one. And I was just That's like, this I'm... is terrible. And you know what I hate about that? It's, again, the same premise. Making them, like, sympathetic. Yes. Like, well, I don't, I don't need a whole movie for this, well, so I don't need it. It's so you funny you say it. it with that one, because that's the one I clued in on. Where I was like, yeah, I don't need to feel sorry for him. But yeah, Halloween fucking Rob Zombie never fucking clued in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then... So yeah, there is that one where like you know he, it's funny because he always thought it, in that movie it's like the people like the ugly like fat kid right, mm-hmm. but it turns out that Leatherface was like the good looking kid or something. Yes, exactly. Like well, what? What are you talking about? So how do you turn that into that? I don't know. But... And what's yeah, the one? A new one. Oh. What's the one when at the end he's gonna go? He's gonna. There's a chain around his neck. He's getting pulled into a meat grinder. And his, like, sister turns at the end. Not his sister. It's, uh, she turns because now he's supposed to be the caretaker. So that's the, the direct sequel to the original. That's right, yes. Which yes, doesn't yes. make sense. Like, she's gone to college. She should be, like, 45 or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the first one happened <laughs> like, in 74. I mean, hey, yeah, like, you can go to college at, like, 45, but she's, like, young, 20-something. And, yeah, that's the space of the whole town to be some shit, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. Another, another one, another one where you're, like, Come on, like, they were horrible people. They ate humans. <laughs> See, that's a great, uh, like, perfect example of me mixing in when there's so many sequels. I thought those were the same movies. I still can't remember the difference in the two. I no, remember him, <laughs> yeah, him hiding in the dead cow. I thought the end of that movie was when the sister turns. But obviously, I've either seen missed one or. They're just blending in together because they get so ridiculous. I just remember the title. So the one at the direct sequel is what? Texas Chainsaw? That's how they call it. And the one you're thinking is just called Leatherface, right? Yes, yes, that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, but part three. Part three. Part it's three something. with, uh, what's his name? He's a cowboy guy. The cowboy? It's the pretty cowboy in the movie. What's his name? Milo... It's a Morrison. Is that how you say his name? I'm I, butchering it. I can't even think of him. He did what? History of Violence. Like, really good Hollywood movies and stuff. Oh, really? He's in it. I yeah, can't he's picture like him a, at all. part of the family. Yes. He's like, they pick him up. He's like, hey, you know, I'm just trying to get this home. So. Of course. And it turns out he, like, lures them into the family. Jesus Christ. Whatever crop they have. But, like, he's good in that, too. He's obviously good because he's, like, an Academy Award winner. Well, yeah, he was in the History of Violence from, stuff. Like, Fantastic yeah, movie. Yeah, absolutely. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Hyper Do I have another to finish with you? Yes, please. I'll throw yeah. here. I'll throw mine in just to keep. You throw, yeah, please, please. Um, this one, this one feels like I'm going. I don't know. I don't love this one, like as a pick, but it's just something that I do enjoy a lot. And as I watch it more, the older I get, I realize how cheesy and shitty it is. I just remember loving it when it first came out, watching it a ton. And uh, it just doesn't get brought up a ton. It's 13 Ghosts, the remake, like the one made in 2000 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. It has one of my favorite fucking kills of all time. 
when the door shuts and splits the guy in half and you see the insides. Uh, Monk yeah. is in it, which I always found funny because I never liked him ever. I can't remember <laughs> who plays him, but we all know who he is. Uh, the entire idea of like the glass mansion and stuff and the glasses where you can yeah. see the ghost. I just liked it. We watched it not long ago, and yet again, it's super cheesy. Uh, I understand why it's not well-received now. When I was younger, I didn't. But, yeah, the nostalgia really takes me back, and I love it. And I think it's worth a shot. Well, to add to it, and I was going to go with a different movie, but I'm not even going to mention it, just because I want to go to this one instead, because it's off the top of my head with adding to that, is that era you're talking about, which is the faculty. Oh, great pick. Yeah, and I watched that again like recently, a few years ago, and I was like, man, just throw me back with some nostalgia here. Yeah, that's exactly what it does for me. It takes me back. I yeah. wasn't even in high school at the time, but it makes me think of high school. It's one of those things, when you watch a movie uh, about high school before you go to high school, you kind of hope that's high school. Yes, that's a great <laughs> way of putting it. Yeah. It's nothing like it at all. It's really yeah. shitty, but you're like, man, I can't wait to high school when I'm like, hanging out with like the cool goth girl and you know I'm selling cool drugs out of my back of my cool muscle car <laughs> that go into pens and stuff like that to this day when I think of Josh Hartnett that's the movie that pops up too I know like he around yeah. this time he was a heartthrob and was in a ton but the faculty is my he's so cool in it though like you totally wanted to like be like that when you're like younger watching him like as an older kid I also remember I want to say we went to go see Ace Ventura 2, I don't know, I might be wrong, but there was a preview for this before it. I must be wrong. I don't think the time matches up. I just, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I'll always remember it said, like, uh, school's out forever December 25th. And I'm a big Christmas guy. And I was like, fucking right it is. Uh, I mean, that's error of film. Like, it's good, too. Yes, I agree. If you go back to it now, especially, it's like, well, man, faculty or all those other ones. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I was, um, I had one off the top of my head there and I lost it. It's not 13 Ghosts. It's, uh, ah, fuck. Shit, I just had it. It doesn't matter. Oh. Um. Okay. Is it in that realm? Yeah, it was year 2000. I was literally looking at it on IMDb, like, 10 minutes ago just going through and I thought like well, that's a great movie and I realized the date but uh, it'll come back to me in a second when we talk about <laughs> two of my favorite documentaries I know you're a huge fan and um, it's great you don't even have to watch the movies per se but if you just want to kind of like learn about the horror genre and stuff and kill like 8 hours just to have on it each film yeah, yeah exactly like um there's two great documentaries that kind of focuses on the 80s and everything horror that was happening during that time, the Renaissance, and that is In Search of Darkness 1 and 2, or Part 1 and 2, are both incredible. And if you get Shudder, I believe they're both up there now, and it's just... Oh. What's up? They're on, they're on Shudder, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I think... Digging for these like links in the bottom of the the web here. It was so hard to find because I think it, the second one came out on Halloween last year, and I remember messaging yeah. you. 
And being, I tried so hard. You found it though. Finally. But yeah, I those are two movies that I have on. Oh, Ginger Snaps is the fucking movie I was thinking. Ah, uh, yeah, it's Canadian, right? Yep. Great movie. Check that out. But yeah, In Search of Darkness Part One and Two. It's literally like five minutes on every movie that was ever released in the '80s that kind of just bred the horror boom, and it's really great. If you yeah. don't want to watch full movies or anything. Just learn about it, whatever it may be. I can't put those documentaries over enough. I watch them all the time. They're always on in my house. That's great. And you just yeah, learn so, good so much. In the background. But you're right. Because like, even for me, I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. I mean, go off and watch it. That's it. It's it's great. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm a big fan. I keep trying to get uh, my goal with the website, like Sunset Crypt and these horror yeah. podcasts and stuff, I just want Shudder to send me something, whether it be a free subscription I can give away, but really what I want is when they did their 61 days of Halloween starting September 1st, they sent, like, a bunch of influencers a sweet <sighs> Shudder box, and it just had, like, candy from, like, Candyman, like, just all those kind of things. Oh, that's so cool. You know, like, and I just want to... I want that opportunity to be sent something from them just so I can take the Instagram post and look like a megastar. I want that more than a contract right now. You yeah. also want that, like, right now while you're doing your podcast, and like, and if you need that uh, 10% off on yes! Twitter, just use Sunset Crypt. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yeah, if you notice, we don't stop this podcast for ads because there aren't any. <laughs> But <laughs> so once you get that shutter, that's it. It's all I want. It's all I want. Joe Bob's back next fucking Friday. Okay, give me that shutter app. Give me a discount code. <laughs> Why don't you talk to uh, uh, was it Rumorg Magazine? They're local. I, that's true. I I should. I even sent uh just this past Valentine's Day. Uh, Darcy the male girl. I don't know if you're aware who she is. She's like no. Joe Bob's sidekick on those shows. Okay. She's a huge wrestling fan too, but she was like, "Who wants a Valentine's Day card from me? Just email me." So I emailed her, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, to uh, send it to Sunset Crypt or something," hoping she'd like find our website. And be like, "Oh, these guys are really good." Because on Joe Bob's like weekly shows, when the season's on, he gives these things called the Silver Bolo Tie Award, and it's just like an award of recognition for these horror platforms like Dead Meat's gotten it before and like a few others. I think Cinemasker's got it for some, some of their horror stuff. Damn. And That's it's just like, I just want to be in the conversation. Them. I know I won't win, but just be in the conversation so they know me. And they sent us a Valentine's Day card and I was like, <laughs> I don't get hung up on many things. And I got that. I was like, oh, she knows who I am. And she's this big titted goth girl. I'm just like, here we go. Trying to get my wife all jealous. <laughs> Uh, well, like, I love what you guys do with the crib. I, anytime you guys do stuff and you need someone else there, please let me know. Well, like, we would love that because our biggest issue is, like, running that kind of website is a full-time job and we're not yeah. good at it because you always have to release content. So, please, anything you'd yeah. ever like to do, you're more than welcome. We're always looking for people to help, but we get it's asking a lot. But we will definitely be reaching out because we want to, especially in the month of October, uh, get yeah. push as much shit out as we can. 
Dude, I love that. Thank you so much for doing this. Is there any uh, plugs you want to get in or anything like that? People can reach you. Uh, I feel like people kind of know where my social media is at this point. If you don't, it's extras X. That's Twitter and uh, Instagram. That's great, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. This was a blast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be talking. We'll get you involved more because we need it. Because Steve <laughs> Brown doesn't fucking... Steve Brown doesn't do anything for the site. He loves it, but he doesn't contribute fucking at all. So we need some... Disappointed he wasn't here, but <laughs> I've had a wonderful time with you, just saying. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Bring in Jeff, too. Why not? That's it. We'll do it. <laughs> and you'll realize how fucking annoying his hot takes are all the time. He means well, I but... I can't wait. Oh. He does. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. I'll talk Thanks. to you soon. Take care and happy Halloween. Awesome. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. Want pro wrestling action in your home? Trying to get a laugh at the expense of SOS and he paid for a gunner. Witness the best in the Ontario independence. Featuring champion Alessandro Del Bruno. I have eclipsed every past champion and their ring. See, Pretty Ricky. Me and Easy E Eric Carney used to win those NSW Tag Team Championships. Mark Wheeler. One shot, one kill. And more. New School of Wrestling presents Overload. New episodes, Friday nights, 10 p.m. You know who we are? We're the Gnarly Boys. www.youtube.com forward slash New School Wrestling.